Welcome to the Moving Forward podcast. Today, we have Adam Hallisey, who is uh, the editor-in-chief of the Progressive Brief, which uh, is a, an interesting online uh, magazine most of you guys are probably familiar with, since you're all politics heads. Um, and they did a, a really nice piece about Andrew Yang that actually mentioned yours truly. So I'm kind of excited to talk to Adam. Hey, Adam, say hi. Hi, guys. Good to be here. So, Adam, I understand that the beginning of the progressive brief it kind of started out almost as like a hobby and then became a money-making endeavor, and it was quite a journey. Can you uh, – well, first of all, just you know, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself on a personal level, whatever you want to say, and then maybe share that. No problem. Exodus. No. So I'm um, a 20-year-old uh, law student here in Cork in Ireland. Um, I'm very interested in politics. Uh, over the last year or so in Ireland, I've written a number of articles for the largest online political website uh, nationally, also one of our largest national newspapers, and also for the Progressive Brief, um, which you mentioned I'm the editor-in-chief at, and uh, I run that along with a number of um, friends and colleagues. Uh, the Progressive Brief first started in 2015, and as you mentioned, it was a really personal kind of um, way of spending time, essentially. Uh, I was 15 years old at the time. And I started off writing on very policy-focused issues. Um, I remember I did book reviews of some of Thomas Sowell's uh, books, of some of um, Thomas Frank's books. I was discussing like the philosophical efficacies of capitalism. And while it had virtually no readership, um, at that stage, I just enjoyed writing it as a self-challenging exercise and also as, I suppose you could say, a way of any engagement I got, I was happy with because I knew that it was improving my own political um, and economic knowledge. After a while then, I suppose I moved into more contemporary issues and inevitably um, ended up covering the US political, uh, presidential election, which was happening at the time. Um, I wrote an article that was generally in favour of Bernie Sanders, which would have been in, li in line with my kind of radical left beliefs um, that you almost inadvertently have as a 15-year-old. And um, the article itself blew up. Uh, it received hundreds of thousands of reads. And so um, I thought to myself, well, I might do that again. So I wrote another article that was generally in favor of Bernie Sanders and uh, generally against Hillary Clinton. And that one similarly blew up. And so after a few weeks of writing pro-Bernie Sanders articles, I realized that there was a real market for this. There was a real, um, the term I always use is almost rabid base that was craving this sort of um, no-holds-barred pro-progressivism, pro-Bernie Sanders in that case. Um, news agenda were completely filtered to their own needs, their own preconceived ideological biases. And so I um, recruited others, uh, pro professors, students, authors, radio hosts, all became involved in the Progressive Brief um, as we covered the 2016 uh, presidential election. But in the midst of all this success, and as you say, we started earning money and we started branching off um, in doing interviews, doing podcasts, I, I, I sensed kind of the artificiality of um, the satisfaction which I was gaining from the site and it was because I didn't actually believe in a lot of the stuff I was saying. As I continued to read into the data, the evidence and the kind of specifics of US politics, I realized that I didn't, I wouldn't self-classify myself as a progressive even though the website that I had set up was called the Progressive Brief. So the turning point then came when Bernie Sanders lost uh, the Democratic primary and we ran a targeted poll amongst our uh, readership and it was a simple question. It was, um, now that Sanders has lost, 
Are you going to support the Democratic nominee or would you consider yourself Bernie or Bust, a sort of movement which advocated um, supporting the Green Party candidate, Jill Stein, or writing in Sanders, or some even said it's, it's Trump. So when the results of that came back with about 15,000, 20,000 votes and 80% of our readership said they were Bernie or Bust, as opposed to people that would be willing to support Hillary Clinton, I knew that I was no longer happy with the direction in which the site was going. Um, I took a year or two break from the site and uh, thankfully we've moved away from that in a very different direction, but a direction that I'm much happier with personally. Yeah, um, and your example is a microcosm of a, of a larger phenomenon, which I'm sure you are all too familiar with now as you continue to cover politics. <laughs> yeah. What did you mean when you said you're not sure you would consider yourself a progressive? Could you elaborate on that? Of course. So, I mean, in the most typical sense, when I think of progressive, these previously I would have thought it as anybody that wants to see progress come about, that is dissatisfied with the status quo and that um, recognizes the issues in society and their fundamental and primary objective is to initiate progress. Nowadays, I see, as most things in politics is the case, it has much more nuance than that and as much more complex. And like in its essence, when you're trying to label your own politics, it's always very difficult. But it's good to look at who are the other people that associate themselves as progressives? Who are the other people that associate as conservatives, social democrats, uh, classical liberals, centrists? And I just increasingly wasn't comfortable being associated with the brand of progressivism, which was emerging as the kind of defining brand of progressivism, a sort of more radical um, type of left-wing politics. You could, in a very specific sense, say a more socialist brand of economics as opposed to a social democratic or kind of um, um, Nordic model of economics. Um, in terms of social policy, not just standing up for the principle of let um, I'm going to let you live your life and let me live my life and uh, hopefully limit the amount of government interference in people's lives but ra rather kind of enforcing their own social agenda upon other people so the the term instead that I, I i tend to use as my own brand of politics is that of a centrist somebody who recognizes the strengths of both the center left and much of the good that the left wing has done particularly pertaining to social policy but also recognizes that conservatism has a role to play in this uh, in in our politics and our political discourse going forward. I always say that I'm a conservative in the sense that I fundamentally believe in the institutions of modern liberal democracies, um, of a capitalist mixed economy, of a generally liberal social policy. But I'm a progressive in the sense that we shouldn't be satisfied with the status quo. And clearly a lot of people aren't satisfied with the status quo. And that's something that has to be addressed as well. Well, um, moving forward is not yet a Mindwave show. I'm producing it. Um, I'm not going to let you hear the whole episode here. You have to go over to Moving Forward Podcast to listen to the rest of that episode, which I'm 1,000% sure you want to do because I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yes, the version you're going to hear over there is raw audio, no horacing. Uh, so I'm not going to Horace this episode. I just enjoyed the fuck out of the first couple minutes of that. So I thought I'd share it with you and use this opportunity to remind you, listener, that if uh, you are into like policy and politics and stuff, like go listen to people who are 
better at that than I am. I haven't talked about politics in a really long time for a really good fucking reason. Uh, because it's brain cancer. Um, but Rio was fantastic, and I love the, the direction that moving forward is taking. I'm pleased as hell to be a recurring guest star now over there, and to be able to help Rio out on this end by throwing these episodes together. So... Thank you for listening. Stay tuned, Mindwave audience. We have some very cool things coming up. I know I say that all the time, but it's actually true. Uh, And it's been true most of the time. Sometimes it's taken a little bit longer, but that's how this shit works. I love you.